Hey everybody, welcome to Fan Center. Carter here. We're talking NBA basketball. We're going to go over a couple different things. We're going to talk about who are the top five teams in the league right now. We're going to talk about some of the mid-season awards. And then we're going to talk about David Stern, his impact that he's had on the NBA that we know today. And then we're going to talk about one interesting thing and one really not interesting thing going on in the NBA right now. Let's get it. Center. So let's start off with our with our top five power rankings in the NBA right now. Who are the best five teams? In my opinion, number five, the Boston Celtics. I think they're really well coached. Brad Stevens is a great coach. They're doing a lot of really good things with the roster that they have. But one thing I've always really liked about the Celtics is they seem to involve the young guys and get people involved so that way if injuries or other um step backs come they're ready to still compete uh, when the playoffs come they're always ready no matter the roster right there's really only one concern of mine uh, when we talk about the celtics interior game i'm worried when they play teams that have that double big mentality so i'm thinking the sixers i'm thinking the bucks if they made the nba finals and the lakers did that'd be a team i'd be concerned about more so than some other teams that, that aren't as big in the center, power forward, small forward position. And so when they go against teams like that, I just worry about their interior defense and their ability to get rebounds. But other than that, top to bottom, passing, scoring, defense, like I do think that the Celtics are a pretty well-rounded team. But just like any other team, there are some flaws. But I do like the Celtics a lot. They're number five. Coming in at number four, I have the Los Angeles Clippers. Why? Well, the Clippers have, they have a, a nice flaw. The flaw is load management. The, the, the problem is they have less need for guys to play every single night. And because of that, I mean, they're gonna lose some games that they probably should win. The Clippers do not seem to have a sense of urgency that a lot of other teams have. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it might drop them in my power rankings just because they do lose some games. They were second in the West. They're number three in the West now. I don't think they particularly care if they're two or three or four or wherever. Not when you have a roster that starts Kawhi and Paul George and has Lou William and Montrez Harrell come off the bench. They're going to be just fine. But because that lack of urgency guys are taking nights off it just doesn't seem to matter if they win every single game so because of that number four but the fact that they can do that and still be number four in the nba in my opinion just shows how much of a contender they are come nba finals time or come the playoff time coming in at number three i have the miami heat why they're rolling right now guys are playing well guys are hitting shots they seem to know who fits where what everyone's role is. They're all on the same page. Spolstra, Pat Riley, everyone's done a great job with the Miami Heat right now. And I'm really impressed that that they keep pushing and that they really do think that they are a team 
that could be in the Eastern Conference Finals and represent the East even. They have that mentality. And it's tough to do that when some of your main players were in the G League last year or were in college last year. Kendrick Nunn, um, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson. Those are t- Those guys are playing great. And they were nowhere. They were no names last year. And so the ability... But the heat or the, the heat's ability to take guys and make them into solid players is just it's beyond me. Great job with them. I think right now they're the third best team in the league. They're just playing well, playing with urgency. I think they want some as much home court advantage as they can get come playoff time. So they're number three for me. Number two, the Los Angeles Lakers. The reason I put them in number two, they still have a lot of questions. Is Kuzma number three? Danny Green number three? Joe McGee, Rondo. Who who's gonna step up and be that third cog, right? That the Lakers can rely on um, every single game. I don't know if they've necessarily found that yet. Some of that's to injuries. Some of that's just to when you have LeBron and AD that can carry you. Does it matter who the third guy is? And if that's the answer, that's fine. But I don't know if they want that to be their answer. I think they might be hoping that some guy can be that third option every time down the court. So because of that and the lack of figuring all that stuff out, I mean, that's what the regular season's for. Because of that, still some concerns. Put them at number two. Number one, the Milwaukee Bucks. For me, top to bottom, best team in the NBA today. They're also playing well, and they just seem to have it going on. When you have Giannis might be the best player in the league this year next year probably for a while it's nice to have that in your back pocket alongside with guys like chris middleton george hill can't miss from three right now brooke lopez is playing well you've got backups that can come off the bench and give you quality minutes i mean the bucks just have a lot of answers and not a whole ton of questions right now so for me number one team in the nba right now Next, I wanted to do some mid-season awards. Um, what I really wanted to cover was who I thought the MVP race was, uh, like who's the front runner, second, third, and then I also wanted to cover who I thought the coach of the year so far was, kind of that first, second, third as well, right? We're about halfway, so I wanted to go a few. We'll go some few uh, over a few more in a later episode. So let's get right into it. For me, MVP, Giannis is is the favorite right now he puts up solid numbers every single night they have the best record in the nba the voters love that so for me i would say i would say Giannis is the mvp and the the nice thing is he hasn't had that oh i've won three four five times we should find someone else to win kind of like lebron had done to him um i just think Giannis checks all the boxes right now so for him uh, that's what I have at number one. Number two, I'd have James Harden. And here's why. The Rockets have played really well lately. They're a couple games back from being number one in the West. So that will bode well for them uh, as far as record is concerned. James Harden's averaging 38 points, though. 38 points. And we're treating it just like it's a regular thing. And part of that's because he averaged like 34 last year. So for most guys, to average four or five more points doesn't seem that crazy. But, 
I mean, the dude's averaging 38, and I don't think he's going to get 40. I don't think he's going to match Will. I think he has other concerns with some of the guys on his roster and if they're going to be able to help them win in the playoffs. But I do think he's going to average probably like 36, 37 when the end of the season comes. And I just think it's ridiculous that James Harden can have nights where he scores 25 points. And that's someone who's been, they, they consider that locking him down for the night. I mean, guys would kill to score 25 a night. And for James Harden, that's 13 less than his average. It's, it just blows my mind that we're witnessing this. And so many other great players are doing phenomenal record-breaking things in the NBA this year and the last couple of years. And it's just a great, awesome time to watch the NBA and watch all that's going on. And so for me, we just have to, we just have to love and respect what Harden's done and what he's doing, regardless of where they finish in the standings, he's gotta be in the top three for MVP. 38 points is insane. And then third, I'd put LeBron. Leading the league in assists. Points are doing great. He hasn't won an MVP in a while. The Lakers are rolling. I think it's a great story, and I think he's gonna pretty much ride this out and be an MVP finalist. I don't know if he has enough to win it, but man, 17 seasons, just turned 35. It's incredible. All three of these guys are doing amazing things, but I would go in that order, Giannis, Harden, and LeBron for the MVP race right now. Next, I want to talk about David Stern and what he brought to the NBA. And I feel like, you know, we need to make some type of tribute to all his accomplishments that he did. I mean, he was commissioner for like 30 years. He helped expand and bring new teams in, which created new markets, new fans. And, and he also targeted the big markets to try and bring in as much revenue and grow the game nationally, right? I mean, having Boston, LA, New York, having those teams play a lot gets the most fans, but they're also large cities with large um, populations of different, you know, backgrounds and races, and they take that back with them and grow the game globally with their friends and family. And that vision to to see that the NBA could be more than just, you know, a, a sport that started here in America, but be a national game that everyone could enjoy, it's phenomenal, and it helped put into place what we have today in the NBA, right? So many stars are not even from the United States anymore. And I think that's how it should be because there's so many great athletes with great size, speed, strength from all over the world. And as many as we can bring in, the better. And he also did a lot of other things like uh, helped the WNBA grow, started a little bit with kind of the eSport and getting... Um, all kinds of people who'd be interested in in the game of basketball and whatever revenue and whatever uh sorry avenue that they take that in uh it's just a again david stern to me was a tough guy laid down the law was not willing to throw down fines or suspensions or anything like that but i do think that he saw the vision of what the nba should be today a large part of that was accomplished because of david stern's efforts Lastly, we're going to talk about one thing that I really like that's kind of been a headline. One thing I dislike that's been a headline. What I really like 
this is going back a ways, but I have it, it's stuck with me pretty much since then, is the Joel Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns fight and then uh, social media battle afterwards. And then also the Lakers in the preseason when they beat the Warriors uh, tweeted, consider this a warning. Then the Bucks beat them in the regular season, trolled them afterwards. I love it. I'm here for it. I think we need more of it. But the NBA, we can all be friends at the end of the day. There's nothing wrong with letting other people know who's on top right now and what you think. And as long as there's no hard feelings, I don't think there's any problem with it. I love it. I'm here for it. One thing that I don't like is the ongoing Carmelo Anthony tour. You know, I cheer for Carmelo Anthony. I think he's a great player and sucks to see him be kind of banned from the league at the end of, or started at the beginning of last year and carried even into this year. He should be on a roster this year and next and probably next after that till you know, he really isn't able to play anymore. I think he's finally accepted where his role is, but also he's being efficient in it now. He's, you know, defenses for Portland aren't really that much worse with him on the floor and all of his offensive lineups are, are solid as well. He's hitting shots, he's fitting into a, the different um, schemes that they're trying to do. So great for Carmelo Anthony. But it would be nice that he could score 25 points and it could just seem like a regular thing because he did it for so many years and it wasn't a big deal every night, right? If he can hit shots and he can make moves still like he like he is, shouldn't be a surprise every time he hits 25 points. And so that has nothing to do with Melo, but more the media pushing for, you know, Melo content every time he does something special. We should just recognize he's a special talent still. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this NBA edition of Fan Center. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you disagree with. Let us know what you want to hear more of. Thanks.